today is all about returning talent. We're looking at the top returning players on the offensive and defensive side of the ball for the 2022 Cowboy football team, as well as the best returning player on every other Big 12 team as we finish up spring practice and keep trucking towards the new football season. Plus, former Cowboy Jalen Warren had a top 30 visit on Tuesday, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Before I get today's show started, I have not taken the time to congratulate the 2022 Cowgirl Equestrian Team for winning the NCEA National Championship for the first time in Oklahoma State history. Big congratulations to them. Huge uh, for me in this week particularly. My little girl started horseback riding lessons, so I know like I showed her and she was like, it's the first time she's ever been super into Oklahoma State sports, so I might finally have my in. Also a big shout out to former Cowboy Marcus Smart on winning the 2022 Defensive Player of the Year Award with the Celtics. But on to the show. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked on Pokes podcast. This is your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey. You can find my work on Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life newsletter. I'm an avid Oklahoma State fan. My Twitter is basically fantasy football and Oklahoma State sports. So if you're into either of those things, you can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every day here with Locked on Pokes. So like I said, we're talking about the top returning talent to Oklahoma State, both on the offensive side and the defensive side of the football. First and foremost, and without beating around any bushes, we're going straight to Spencer Sanders. He was a 2021 All-Big 12, the 2021 Fiesta Bowl Offensive MVP. And I know, I know that there are a lot of lows with Spencer Sanders. I know we have games like both of the games against Baylor. In particular, the game against Baylor that we lost, the Big 12 championship game, he almost got us back into that game. So yes, the mistakes that he made got us into a position where we were not set up to win, but he almost clawed back out of that hole because of how high his ceiling is. If we can think about the ceiling games, like the game he gave us against Notre Dame in that Fiesta Bowl if we could get that with any modicum of consistency, I would be a much happier camper. It's so easy to remember the lows. Like we have to actively remember how good he can be. And so if he could just, if he could just make that more constant, that would be fantastic. The 12 interceptions, more than half of which coming against the two games that more than half of which came against the two games versus Baylor is is tough. That's that's hard to not think about. I think because it was such a huge chunk of his turnovers after we kind of didn't have big big Spencer turnover games and he was making pretty good decisions with the football and 
all these things that Mike Gundy said he had done. And then we had that first Baylor game with three interceptions and it was like, mm, okay, that, that felt, that felt like vintage Spencer Sanders. And then for him to go and do it again, but with four and in the big 12 championship, I get it. I get that. That's the easy part to remember, but we have to remember the highs He's going to have to step it up this season, especially with the inexperience of running back, with the inexperience of wide receiver, and a new coached defense. That defense isn't going to win us as many games this season. I think, you know, I think we can all agree that they won us a slew of games last season, and they'll keep us in games. But Spencer Sanders is going to have to go out there and win some games this season as the starting quarterback, or he's not going to be memorialized as a great Oklahoma State quarterback. He's not going to get to that next level unless he can do it this year. Brennan Presley is another returner that I'm very excited about. He's the most seasoned veteran from last year in that wide receiver room. He had 50 receptions for 619 yards and five touchdowns. One game with two receiving touchdowns, but his return for touchdown against Oklahoma, I think, sticks out the most for me as like a very important part of our special teams, having a guy that can return a ball and we're not just calling a fair catch every, every time we we're getting a free kick. So the fact that he can return on our defense, stopping any big 12 offense is fantastic. But that, that touchdown run against Oklahoma definitely is, is the thing that replays in my head as I'm excited to see the steps that he takes and then that final game versus Notre Dame, he had 137 yards. Now, Tay Martin, of course, was the touchdown king of that game, but Brennan Presley did a lot of the work in getting those yards. So that's fantastic. That's great outlook for the next season. Brock Martin on defense, a 2021 first team, all Big 12. Another wrestler turned all-star defensive player for Oklahoma State, the most veteran player on the roster with 50 games under his belt. He had 41 total tackles last season with 14 for loss, nine sacks for a loss of 56 yards, and then seven quarterback hurries. He announced almost as soon as the season came to a close that he'd be returning. It may have even been before the bowl game. That's been several months ago. I don't remember what I had for dinner last night. But he is clearly the leader in that locker room, and not just the defensive locker room. I'm talking about the entire thing. He is in command of that team, and there's nobody else I'd rather have do it. You know he's got spunk. He's mean. That's exactly who you want on your defense. So for him to be here another year, is that makes me excited. It's something that I've kept in my brain as Jim Knowles has left, and we're living in a post-Malcolm Rodriguez world is that Brock Martin has returned. The other all-star returning on that defense is Colin Oliver. Even though he was only a freshman in 2021, he was the 2021 unanimous Big 12 Defensive Freshman of the Year, a 2021 Freshman All-American, 29 total tackles, including 15 and a half for loss, 11 and a half sacks for 76 yards lost, just an absolute wrecking ball in the trenches. He had three games with two sacks, and he was a freshman. There is so much room for him to grow, especially under new defensive coordinator Derek Mason. I'm very excited to see what Colin Oliver is able to do this year. Like I said, just based on what he was able to do last season as a true freshman, the sky is the absolute limit. And then another player that I think is kind of an oddball answer, but it's Jason Taylor II. In a slew of moves by other members of the secondary, all of a sudden Jason Taylor is the veteran in that locker room. And I'm not sure that we thought he was going to be there at the end of last season, Colby Harvell Peel and Trey Sterling and Christian Holmes are off to the NFL. 
Jared Bernard Converse went to LSU, and Tanner McAllister followed Jim Knowles to Ohio State. So all of a sudden, Jason Taylor has a lot of leadership responsibility in that room. He was a 2021 all, uh, Honorable All-Big 12 mention, started 13 games in 2021. He's a big play guy, and that's marked by his block field goal to keep the lead in Oklahoma State's possession against Boise State. There was like two minutes left in the game. We're up one. Boise State goes out to kick a field goal, and he blocks it. And you're just like, it was, that's thrilling to me. And then a momentum-changing 85-yard interception return for touchdown against Texas. We were down in that game as well, and he stole the show. The kid just makes plays if he gets near the football. And on a depleted secondary where we're going to need to make plays in order to be a stout defense, there's nobody I would rather have leading the way my honorable mentions for defense but we've got to move on Tyler Lacey and Trace Ford both again just mean bully guys on defense dudes you want to have in your corner dudes you don't want to line up against they just big mean dudes I love that for our defense I know it's not going to be easy to replace the linebackers in in Malcolm Rodriguez and Devin Harper but We have a lot of returning talent, though, and we've brought in some new talent. I'm going to talk about that on the next show. But next up, I go over the best returning player for each of the Big 12 teams as we head into the 2022 football season. But first, we finally made it to spring, and now we're hurling headfirst towards the summer. If you live in Oklahoma like I do, you have already have days that have tested the summer heat. It was like 89 here today. It's too much. I'm not ready. But with summer comes swimming, and that means bathing suits, which is why I like Built Bar. It almost doesn't even feel like I'm doing something good for myself because I enjoy eating them. Go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You will be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carb, mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. And new for this month only, the white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious and covered in 100% chocolate. At Built Bar, they are all about taste, so they make it delicious first, and then they figure out a way to make it healthy, which is how I prefer food to be prepared. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get a 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Now for a big announcement, starting Thursday, April 28th, tune in to Locked On NFL Draft's live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with all three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch Odyssey and Locked On NFL's Mock Draft Special, hosted by Brian Peacock, and former scout Matt Williamson of the of the Peacock and Williamson NFL show all week leading up to the first pick. You can find the Locked On NFL Draft live on Locked On NFL Draft YouTube page. The Odyssey NFL Mock Draft will be on Odyssey and Locked On NFL Draft podcast feeds. Locked On NFL Draft Live is April 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern. At 6.30 Eastern on the 29th and 11.30 a.m. on April 30th. Odyssey NFL Mock Draft is April 18th through the 22nd. And then again on the 25th. Now, the Big 12 is going to look incredibly different as we head into this season. There are new coaches. There are new 
quarterbacks. There are new kickers. I know nobody cares, but I care, so I get to say it. It's going to look really, really different. So we're going to go through these teams and talk about who I think their best returning player is. I try to keep it to one player to play the game fair. No promises. But I'm going to start first with Kansas. They lost to wide receiver Lawrence Arnold, who in March was talking about building up the wide receiver room and the responsibility he feels to you know, make it a, a good place for youth to thrive. And then announced earlier this week, he is headed to the transfer portal. Returning for Kansas, now the easy answer here is running back Devin Neal. But I'm going to go with Earl Bostic Jr., the left tackle. Protecting your quarterback's blind side is huge, and Bostic did a good job of it last season at KU. He played the second most snaps of any offensive player for the Jayhawks last season, and he'll return in 2022 to keep that left side locked down. Baylor is losing Abram Smith, Tyquan Thornton, and Jalen Petrie. But what Baylor is returning, and this is the first time I cheated, was they're returning the entire offensive line. Well, not the entire offensive line, but four of last year's offensive line starters are returning to the Bears this season, including center Jacob Gall and left tackle Connor Galvin. Y'all know my affinity for offensive lines, and Baylor's should remain one of the best in a season where they're going to be nurturing some young running backs. So there's nothing more you could ask than to have that kind of veteran presence and experience on your offensive line that's already, you know, that's good uh, for your young guys in the backfield. Texas Tech, they're losing some vets to graduation on defense. Nobody that's like super namely, I don't feel like. Returning in a wild turn of events, it's Texas Tech's defense that will look to break out in 2022. Namely, Marquise Waters, who had a really promising start to the 2021 season, starting the first four games before suffering a season-ending injury. In those first four games, Waters housed a 72-yard pick six, and he'll be looking to put it all on the line for his super senior season after missing most of last year with that injury. In Texas, honestly... Texas ran the gambit in the transfer portal. They retained both Bijan Robinson and Xavier Worthy while landing Quinn Ewers to lead their offense. Like, they didn't lose a ton of productivity, in my opinion. If I was going to pick one returner, and I will for the sake of this exercise, it's Bijan Robinson. If Robinson were draft eligible for the NFL this season, he would be the number one running back prospect in this class. And I don't think it's particularly close. No doubt he'll be the running back one in the 2023 NFL rookie class, though. And Big 12 defenses get one more season of trying to shut him down. But I think he's by far the best player on that team that we've seen play. Now, Quinn Ewers could come out and be, you know, an absolute showstopper. But right now, I'm going to give that title to B. John Robinson. TCU is losing five-star running back Zach Evans, who transferred to Ole Miss the biggest Gary Patterson bungle, in my opinion. Now, here's the thing. I just talked about B. John Robinson. Zach Evans is maybe a player or two behind him right now in most of the uh, 2023 draft stuff that I'm reading, but he may bide for a uh, uptick in his draft stock this season if he can be that workhorse back for Ole Miss that, that TCU never deployed him as. Returning is Quinton Johnston, the TCU wide receiver hauled in eight receptions for 185 yards and three touchdowns last season against the Sooners. He's still not completely hit his ceiling, but with his body size and his yards after catch ability, 
he could be a real problem for Big 12 secondaries in 2022. Iowa State lost by far the most, I think, in the Big 12. They lost Brock, well, <laughs> maybe Oklahoma, but in terms of players, Iowa State lost Brock Purdy, Brees Hall, and Charlie Kohler. Returning, Matt Campbell, <laughs> would be what I would answer if I was cheating. But I'm going to give the best returning player crown on Iowa State to wide receiver Xavier Hutchinson, the two-time All-Big 12 player, led the Big 12 in receptions with 83, 987 yards, and five touchdowns. Now he's left in an offense that has lost some of its bigger weapons, so you get a chance to maybe take a step forward, become kind of the, oh, you know, Tay Martin of Iowa State this season, having a vet wide receiver to help guide the young guns on that offense, but also help you bolster your Big 12 starting quarterback in Hunter Deckers, who, by the way, I think is fun, and we're going to talk about quarterbacks on a different day, but... Having that vet wide receiver is a good thing. It is giving me Tay Martin vibes. I think he's going to be really fun to watch this year. Now, Oklahoma lost both Heisman potential quarterbacks in Spencer Rattler, who started the season with Heisman hype, and Caleb Williams, whose campaign started about halfway through the season. Ultimately, they lost 12 starters to the NFL or to the transfer portal. But returning is Marvin Mims, who will have a chance to lead the Sooners in receptions for the third straight year. He's just remarkable to watch. I am he's going to be he's going to make money at the next level. He's fun to watch. It gives Dylan Gabriel somebody to look to a steady pass catching option in that offense. So I I'm glad that he's I'm not glad from an Oklahoma State standpoint. From a prospect standpoint, I like that Marvin Mims has Dylan Gabriel who's going to need that comfort blanket. Kansas State is losing well, Kansas State really didn't lose any household names, but they lost a handful of depth players, especially on defense. Now, returning, it will come as no surprise that Deuce Vaughn is my pick for best returning Wildcat for the 2022 season. While he won't get the hype that a guy like Bijan Robinson or Zach Evans does, Vaughn's production is undeniable. That tiny little fireball is so fun to watch, but I imagine he is a pain in the ass to defend against. He's quick and shifty and he's just he's just so much fun to watch for me he makes a difference when he's on the field and I think that deserves to be the best returning player on Kansas State now West Virginia is losing something like 15 players to the transfer portal following the 2021 season returning defensive lineman lineman Dante Stills he's the team leader in sacks and tackles for loss and it's taking advantage of the extra year of eligibility that was granted during the COVID year. So I would say that's probably their best returning player. I still have a lot of questions about West Virginia. It'll be, that's probably the team that could, has the most swing for 2022 for me. They could be really bad or pretty good in the Big 12. Coming up, Jalen Warren had a top 30 visit with an NFL team earlier this week. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source of all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. 
Bet online, where the game starts. Everybody's favorite former running back for Oklahoma State, Jalen Warren, had a top 30 visit with the San Francisco 49ers this week. Now, top 30 visit is uh, leading up to the draft. Each team is allowed to invite up to 30 prospects to meet with the coaches and scouts while also undergoing some physical evaluation and just kind of checking each other out a little bit. Like, um, like a first date, kind of. The best NFL team for a running back, in my opinion, especially for one like J- Jalen Warren, who is probably going to be a late round day three or even undrafted running back, is the San Francisco 49ers. We just saw them last season end up playing the guy that they took way later than Trey Sermon. You know, they they moved up to take Trey Sermon, and then he barely dressed for the entire season. So Mostert is gone. You can pretty much bank on the 49ers taking a late day three guy or an undrafted rookie because they've had five in their top 30 visits that are some rookie running backs that are going to go later in the draft, if at all. And, uh, you, you know, they're scouting that. They're ready to bring somebody in like that. They have a monster offensive line every time. Kyle Shanahan is a good coach. He gets, you know, maybe a little bit of flack, but he's a good coach. Like I said, monster offensive line. It would be really fun to see Jalen Warren try to make some noise on that roster. And like I said, they don't care when they drafted you. Now they will also play a million different running backs a season. They don't care. If you can run the rock for one game, that's enough for them. But I'm very excited for him. I want to see him land somewhere and make some noise because I know what he brings to the table. We saw what he did for Oklahoma State. He was, and he's he's so passionate about it. You know, there's a story of him walking back to campus after he wasn't able to play in the Big 12 game. We all know if he was in that game, it would have likely ended differently. He's just a monster of a guy that loves the game, and I want to see it work out for him. And I would love for him to go to somewhere like the 49ers where he would get a legitimate chance regardless of where he was drafted or taken or signed. So that's the update on him. We have an update on Devin Harper that I'll talk about on a later show. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Remember, you can find all of my nonsense on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!